0: Welcome back to On the Horizon with Mark. i uh, got a brand new episode for you guys today. I'll uh, do a round of introductions. i got Brad Magden again. Cody Yoakum. And your guest, Mark Leathers. Uh, we got my uh, just-down-the-road neighbor, Cody Oakham, here, here to talk uh, some hunting. So, Cody, why don't you go ahead and give us kind of your background and where you started out hunting.
1: Uh, well, I grew up on the east side of Oregon, hunting deer and elk mainly over there. And then, uh, as I got older, got an interest in bird hunting and training dogs. So I got into a lot of that. Used to field trial English pointers with a bunch of old timers. And what's a
0: what's a trial English? Uh, or so, what's the difference between that and something else? So
1: talking? we did up uh, field, upland field trials with pointing dogs. So it's all off horseback. Uh, there was AKC and American Field. So. It depended on half hour, hour long stakes. They go plant birds, mm-hmm. um, and then we go out with our on horses with our dogs. And there's judges with you, and dog points the bird. Then you go up and flush it. Yeah, shoot a cap gun. Dog takes off, goes finds another bird, and it's kind of set up so that you find how many ever birds in an hour. They judge you on nice. it, and nice. And then uh, kind of got out of that a little bit because had kids trying to get a career going and now uh getting back into the dog thing big into duck hunting now training retrievers Uh filled bread cockers and uh in a duck club out of Savvy's island shooting as many ducks a year as i can yeah so you have
0: three bird dogs now
1: i have four you got four i have two labs a filled bred cocker and reluctantly my wife talked me into a short hair <laughs> when it should have been a pointer english pointer but she's uh right now on her way to tennessee for some stuff so.
0: yeah and uh listeners of the show are always hearing dogs barking so i'm sure your house sounds just like oh yeah all uh the time.
1: dogs barking and dog shit
2: everywhere <laughs> just, like, just like being at home yeah,
0: yeah, yeah exactly
1: exactly uh, and then I still deer and elk hunt as much as I can. I, I actually put in for pretty much every western state minus Wyoming because I have some issues with how they don't let people hunt on national forest without a guide if you're a non-resident. So I've heard that. So uh, I don't put in for uh, it, it.
0: I thought I heard that it was... Wilderness,
1: uh, yeah, well, yes, wilderness, no, not, not, na- not, okay. national not national yeah, forest. You're, you're wilderness, right. okay, yeah, wilderness. So
0: yeah, and um, and their their ridiculous excuse for it is safety. Yeah, and which I would be more okay with them saying we would rather support a local guiding business than safety, <laughs> because you can't tell somebody who's been in the woods, you know, have twenty years of woodsmanship to them, saying that you can't in the woods without a guy because we're afraid you're going to get hurt. That's right, silly. Right, right.
1: Even most of the guys I've talked to that are from Wyoming think it's crazy.
0: Yeah, yeah. So that's just one of the few things. So so you put in for a lot of out-of-state tags. Okay, I definitely want to talk about that because we haven't talked about that yet. So that's kind of what's held me up the past few years of putting in for out of other states is trying to read through and understand some of their... Their uh, unit systems and stuff like that—it's hard to—it yeah. hard to judge some of that. So what? How are you able to break that barrier?
1: So I, f- my first one I put in for—I've put in for Arizona forever because I want to kill a 400-inch bull. Yeah, and that's the state to do it. One of the states yeah. to do it in. So I always have put in for it, and it's actually set up a lot like Oregon. Um, but I, luckily I have some friends that were kind of getting into it at the same time. Mm-hmm. So we kind of all learned it together. Worked it
0: together, yeah. Yeah,
1: and then I, like, I have a buddy that lives in Montana that I grew up with. So I call him and picked his brain, got some of Montana figured out. Yeah. Um, Nevada, they had some weird stuff. Like, you have to, you actually have to mail them your hunter safety card. Oh, really? Before you can even put in for a hunt. Mm-hmm. So it's some of them are difficult to read through, and then I actually have. I'm old school, I have a binder, I write down every year yeah. what I pay, yeah,
0: what
1: you un, what units I put in for, mm-hmm. what I yeah. didn't draw, what I did draw. Yeah, um, before
0: Oregon went to this electronic system, I kind of was doing that same thing. That's how my grandpa was like, Oh, hey, make yeah. sure you write it down that way. Every year, you know what units you put in the year before, you're not reading through the synopsis, trying to figure out, Oh. Was it this month? Yeah, or was exactly. It this week? Oh, that was the same area but the wrong unit, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah, I, I,
1: yeah. So I do that. I do that for every state, and then for Oregon, my wife and son. I put, and my dad and one of my brothers, I take, I manage all of their tags. Oh, really? So I have all that written down for all of them, <laughs> and now I got a nine-year-old that's getting ready to start, so yeah. she's got her own page now. She's got now. one coming,
0: going, yeah. Yeah, and
1: then I'm also, uh, I do a lot of trapping, too. I'm okay. Big, I'm a big trapper. Okay, so, so. we'll
0: hold the trapping. We'll get there here shortly. <laughs> so, um, where was I going? Uh, we were talking about dogs. Okay, so we're in out of State. Uh, What's what was kind of the barrier to let's say trying to figure out what units you wanted to hunt
1: you know what i actually did is once i got the first couple of years because most of them you got to gain points yeah so the first couple of years i was like you know what i just need to build points yeah and so me and my buddy that i hunt with a lot that's what we did we yeah. started building points and now some of the states were starting to. I, I became a member of Hunting Fool because it's mm-hmm. you get yeah. you get information from them. It's real easy to read through. I mean, you can even call them and talk to them if yeah. you if you want. That's that's the place that all the locals don't like. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. For the most part, yes.
0: See, love giving all this information. Yeah. All the – Every joke mm-hmm. schmuck around is now yep. trying to get into our hunting spots.
1: Yep. And then like I have, I actually through my work that I do, I have some guys that are they're in their 50s now but i've known them since i was like 14 and they're big hunters so Uh i've kind of been able to pick their brain because they've already been through a lot of this so like for arizona in instance he's like this is the unit you need to start putting in for you know and it's like the older brother i never had basically exactly
0: so um do all those states make you buy a license before you put in, or are there some that do and some that don't?
1: Some that do, some that don't. Do you know um, off the top
0: of your head? I Arizona, I know
1: you do, and it's uh, $180 I think they raised it to, and then I think it's now $16 per...
0: Per draw Per
1: species per that species. you put in yeah. for. Um, a lot of the state, I want to say, if I remember right, like, I t- people will get pissed, but... Everybody should be putting in for Utah. Yeah. Because if you do Utah right, you can get two years out of a hunting license if you buy oh, it at really? the right... Yeah, because they don't go off calendar year. They go they off go of on... a purchase oh, year.
0: So, so if you do get it in like December or something like that... Well, yeah, or I think their draw... Or, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think their draw is uh, February or March. Uh-huh. So what you do is you buy it on the last day that you possibly can. Uh-huh. And then the following year, you put in as soon as you can. Yeah. And you're good. And dude, I th- so I think like every... Every other year for Utah, like one year's like 140 bucks. I'm probably wrong on yeah. the numbers. I don't remember. And then the next year's only 90 bucks because you save that. Yeah. But a lot of them have been going to where you have to buy a hunting license now. And from what I've read and been told, is it's because the government gives them money for the gives fish and game mm-hmm. money x amount of money for the number of licenses they sell. Uh-huh. But like Arizona, I think it was Arizona. What they did is they changed it to where you could buy a small game license. I think mm-hmm. that's Arizona. Instead of buying a big game yeah. license, and you can still put in and yeah. it's still consider a license. I've got,
0: I've got mixed feelings on having to buy a license before you know that you've got a tag. One, if you don't draw a tag, you're out the whole entire license. But on right. the other hand, you are putting money towards conservation yes. in that state, so it's like it's six one way it it, it kind of it's like well shit you know yeah out that money um i I can't remember i want to say that there was one state off top my head i want to say it was colorado colorado just
1: changed all their stuff
0: that you could that residents the money that they put in for but this may have been just for sheep i can't remember off the top of my head it may have been just for sheep, to where you put in, you pay all the money, and then, and then if you don't draw, they send you your money back. And people were thinking yes. that oh, they're just using this and trying to make money off the interest in a bank account. But I think they're, they either have or they're in the works of redoing that. No, that's system. that's ex-
1: that's exactly how Colorado is for deer yeah. and elk. I know for, for sure. Is it for deer and elk? Okay. Yeah, um, and then Colorado's. I put in for Desert Bighorn, I think, just in Colorado, yeah. and that one you just you just fork out the eight dollars or whatever yeah. it is, and then if you draw it, but yeah, Colorado. But sends if you do you... draw it,
0: you have to, they want like a credit card or something, yeah, on yeah. File. That way, when you get it, so they charge your card, and if your card doesn't go through, they say, well, I guess he's not hunting, and then they go to the. Next that happened person.
1: to my that happened to my buddy in Arizona. He drew an Arizona bull tag, I think a one A tag, and he had just switched credit cards. Oh shit! He gave them the information mm-hmm. so that it was on file but the credit card company seen a purchase come up from Arizona so and they, they flagged it, they it.
0: Flagged, it. They flagged it as fraudulent
1: yep oh so god. he didn't get it and oh. that was three years ago and he still hasn't drawn again since oh my god so yeah you gotta you gotta watch it and kind of pay it so now every year he actually calls the credit card company it and says saying, hey, hey
0: if this happens yep exactly oh and that is a tough Yes. lesson to learn yeah oh, but yeah colorado sends you all but like 50 or 60 bucks back yeah processing fee yeah, yeah. at that point yeah that's that yeah that's totally yeah montana
1: is actually kind of it's it's a hard one for a non-resident to navigate through yeah they have so much different like they're like you have to put in for a general tag mm-hmm. and then if you don't draw the general tag you can put in for a premium tag, but you can't do that till the general – it, I don't even understand
0: all of it. I yeah. call my buddy and make sure I'm doing it all right
1: <laughs> before, yeah. v- before the deadlines. That, that's,
0: that's one of the weirdest things, how something that so many people want to do, but yet how the information is distributed, nobody can barely understand what yeah. the hell it is.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, it's it is. It's well that's me and my buddy that do it from from January to a, well, Oregon's one of the last, may yeah. well yep. uh Arizona for sheep and antelope is in June. Is I it's sheep for sure, and I think it's antelope, uh is in June. Yeah. So from January to June, me and him are on the phone like every couple of days, like yeah. okay, we got this because,
0: Hey we gotta do we gotta yeah, get this date yeah, done by the end of this time. Yeah,
1: because we've kinda you know God, I hate to say gold. it our little pack between the two of us that, yeah, if one of us draws, you yeah, have a one, system <laughs> yeah if one of us draws we're we're going together it's yeah. a it's a it's a exactly a couple step th- duo yeah. thing yeah. whatever whatever you exactly. want
0: to call it yeah it's awesome so yeah um then um trapping talk trap talk about trap i a lot of people I don't have any experience trapping tell a, us a what, lot of what people, you got how you got started in trapping
1: i uh i just it was something that was always interesting to me my dad did it a little bit when he still ranched, uh, and it mainly was for money back then, because mm-hmm. uh, back then, they'd trap coyotes, and they'd get 25 bucks in the year, or whatever it was yeah, going Yeah, I
0: remember. Mm-hmm.
1: Shit like late, that, that's so...
0: That's uh, early to mid-90s? Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, late late 80s, late around 80s, in there, yeah. 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 yeah, actually, I think there's a bounty for beavers right now out at Savi's Island, um, but... Uh, I always heard stories of him talking about it. And, you know, obviously like watching Jeremiah, I'm an outdoorsy yeah. guy. I mean, so learning that stuff. And then I had, um, actually my wife, once we got together, I met a guy that she went to school with and, uh, his brother's actually the one that now is one of my big hunting partners. Um, he was kind of just getting into it and we got to BS in one day and he's like, well, he'll come with me. And yeah. I just fell in love with it. Yeah. And, I mean, dude, it, it was I mean it's a lot of money to get going and it's yeah. there's a lot of tricks. Uh, coyotes are probably one of the toughest animals to trap. I'm not I mean, everybody thinks they're just stupid animals, but they're very smart. Yeah. Very smart. They're, yeah, and
0: we talked about that in I think it was the first episode of how the more coyotes killed, the more coyotes they make. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Actually I think I I
1: did I did remember hearing that
0: now that you say that. But
1: yeah, yeah, they're they're and they're they're tough. My first coyote
0: I ever trapped, actually. So so hold on. Just so when you're out like deer hunting, yeah, and you see a coyote, do you now become coyote hunting? Um, it, de- <laughs> it, de-
1: it depends on how the deer hunting's going. Let's say that
0: if if it's real
1: shitty deer hunting, then yeah, I might. Uh,
0: for the longest time that I can remember, it's always okay, yeah, get in the truck, we're going over this spot. Oh, shit, everybody gets out and just starts freaking yeah. slinging lead to see what they can, you know. It's like the first four shots are like nobody's even close, and now it's just book in full speed, and now everybody thinks that all of (laughs) a sudden they're going to get closer now that it's running 30 miles an hour, and it's just low, behind, low, behind, low, behind.
1: (laughs) I actually, my uh, wife's, or my, my mom's side of the family still ranch down in Southern Oregon, so I normally tow my trailer. I didn't do it last winter, but I normally tow my trailer and leave it at my aunt's house for... A month or two, yeah, plugged in, and me and buddies will go down there for a weekend, yeah. long weekend or whatever. I take the kids down. Yeah, and... I,
0: I, I love that area because there's jackrabbits. Everywhere. Oh yeah, Yeah. Coyotes. Everywhere. They got a big cougar. I, 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 I grew up down in that area, and I absolutely love it down there.
1: Yep, yeah, it's 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 good country down there. I'm more of wish I could be in Baker City area, but yeah. but anywhere on the east side, I'm happy with. Yeah,
0: it's. Okay, so back back to trapping. Okay, to trappin'. back to
1: trapping. So, uh it's uh it's one of those things that you got to you got to think like the animal. You learn to think like the animal. Like where's you know, you see a trail, you're like where's where is he going to go? Yeah. And
0: it's you 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 become you get able to identify pinch points.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And you you um You're trying to. It's I guess very rewarding when you do like a coyote. Like I trap beavers and otters too, and they're they're easy. You go out to I for a lot of the nurseries I go trap for them to help them Mm -hmm. keep them down. Yeah, management on them, and I just walk up find their they got little sloughs that they swim through and channels,
0: and I said they'll actually like dig trenches from the water. To somewhere else,
1: won't they? If they, well, yeah, yes, a little bit. Um, their main thing depending
0: is, on, I guess, depending on how hard the ground is. Well,
1: yeah, and what what they how far they got to go for their f- food, you know, yeah. and um, but mainly, like a lot of the places, you can just they got their little, you know, if it's about a foot and a half wide and it's deep, they're going through there, mm-hmm. guarantee it. Yeah. And so I just set up, con- I run cotton bears there, and yeah, and trap the shit out of them. And we're talking uh, about.
0: Dog hunting, I just noticed that uh my chew can has got a dude and his dog. Oh yeah, perfect. go. <laughs> perfect. Uh, uh the did guys that make chew you know what time of year it is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yep. Yeah, uh and then yeah, coyotes and bobcat bobcats everybody always thinks bobcats are super hard to trap and they're you know, they don't they're more of a sight animal. Uh-huh. Like I know a lot of guys that uh that are into trap they hang like cds oh really yeah because the flashiness uh-huh. will catch them i've used feathers had pretty good luck with that
0: typical cat wants to come check it out yep exactly <laughs> yeah
1: and and i've like with me the way i was taught like you leave no scent behind i mean mm-hmm. i wear gloves the whole time when i change put my bait in i change gloves so my gloves that i set the traps with don't have the bait smell on them so
0: what do you do you have a dedicated like pair of boots and gloves that yep you, that you put in a sealed container
1: I don't put them in a sealed container. I have I've run like a um, like a big tool bag
0: uh-huh. for that you'd use at work. So kinda. I, I heard a guy that was talking about it that took like a tote mm, and lined yeah. it with straw. Yep, and put his boots. Basically, the clothes he was going to wear to go trap, he put them in the tote with the straw. Yeah. Oh yeah. Before you know, the the, the boots never touched anything, but. Natural dirt.
1: Yep. That. Well, I'm like that with my. Like I. Like when I'm going out trapping, I'll throw them in the in the bed of the pickup. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not a pickup bed guy. I'm a <laughs> flatbed guy. So, throw them in a box in the flatbed. And, yeah. And then I don't touch them till I put them on. Um, obviously, if I'm water trapping, I'm a lot more lax because yeah. the water's running through it. Yeah. Um. But dude, I've I've been out with my buddy, and he'll he chooses. He'll be spit and chew all over, and you know, <laughs> oh this is just a bobcat set. And you'll catch bobcats there, no problem. But if you set that as a coyote set,
0: mm-hmm. I've heard I've heard guys talk uh, Midwest guys on podcasts talk about how they'll they'll spit at the bottom of the tree in their tree stand. Yeah, deer deer will come up and lick the chew spit off the ground. Really?
1: <laughs> I I guess I can see that. Yeah, I've I've had uh, I come up coyotes. They'll they'll even. I've had one where he chewed off his own leg trying to get out of the trap. Oh yeah,
0: I've heard that. Yeah.
1: I had one lunge at uh my first one I ever trapped, I went out to get him. I seen him in my trap and I was excited as hell and I go over there and pull out my pistol to shoot him. He actually lunged up at my barrel of my pistol. Oh yeah? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, there he he had climbed a six foot tree. Just, well
0: the tree up six foot sorry i just pulled a stitch out of my mouth from my tooth that i had pulled. Oh, awesome <laughs> that was lovely t- that was that was weird <laughs> ripping off he was
1: ripping off all the bark and i run little springs on them so that yeah. they can't because they'll sit there and they're hell on traps i bet i run uh an mb650 they're from minnesota minnesota mm-hmm. trap line they're yeah they're expensive but they're i've never Worthy. had yeah like i've that. never had a problem with them yeah other than a coyote chewing his leg off <laughs> yeah <laughs> everything i've ever caught's been there hey, three-legged
0: dogs run around just fine well yeah, yeah, yeah if you're
2: willing to take off your own limb you deserve the leg. well yeah For exactly day, yeah right? see you another yeah, day exactly yeah
1: i did catch um everybody's always oh you're gonna catch people's dogs and i've caught uh one dog and ironically it was a three-legged dog <laughs>
0: Before he got the trap. Before he got in the trap.
1: Yes, yes, I know. So he this may affinity. or may not have been
0: the smartest dog to begin with. Yes, yes, it was a three-legged
1: dog. Uh, it was because where we live, I'm able to trap out the back door. Like yeah. I trap down the hill. I don't yeah. trap a lot down there. Yeah, but I do throw a couple traps out to keep because we have, you know, horses and we
0: got, I, we got I plenty have plenty of coyotes around here. Yeah, I
1: actually have. I, I think
0: got, I got a coyote that's been casing my wife's goats
1: well that's i'm down to i see
0: nothing but piles of shit right along the fence oh yeah i'm
1: down i think to 60 pigeons right now i keep for training the dogs Uh and they're always at my pigeon coop so i try to manage the coyotes and uh i had a trap down there and my old neighbor that lives off in the distance their son's girlfriend had this three-legged dog and i go down to check traps one night and i see this traps like it was literally all tore apart and I'm like, what in the hell happened? Well, the next morning I see the sun and he didn't know how to unset it. And there's. So truth. he took it apart? Yeah, he tried taking it apart to um, get the three legged dog out. <laughs> I'm just like, Jesus. So I showed him how to do it so that if it so, happened
0: again. So I imagine that this girl, definitely not from our area, <laughs> this had to have been a rescue dog because she felt sorry. Oh, prob-
1: probably. Yeah.
0: yeah, you know. I don't under- And that's another thing I don't understand. The rescuing of a dog did you walk into the pound that had a gun to its head and said you have to rescue this dog <laughs> yeah. or it, like you're adopting the dog yeah yeah it's it's weird because it went from go adopt a dog to now we're rescuing, rescuing the dog right you know
2: mark uh some some people are actually rescued by the dog that they adopt just <laughs> throwing it out there
0: I'm not talking about that, Brad. you
2: just say live, laugh. <laughs> yes. pray or
0: love, whatever. The, <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> live, laugh, love. No, I, I'm a, I'm a dog. I'm a dog lover. I've got two. Um, I've, I've never not well, I've never been in a household that doesn't have a dog. I think we went maybe three months without one, and next thing you know. Oh, hey, there's a the dog. Yep. I think Bring the dog in.
1: since I've been like 14, 15, that's about when I got into trialin'. because yeah. a kid that I grew up, um, my dad's a huge gun guy, mm-hmm. like, and ironically, we mainly archery hunt, but <laughs> my dad, he actually gunsmiths on the side. Well now full time since he's retired, um, well getting it going, I yeah. guess, but, um, So I competed in 4-H for riflery, shotguns, archery, all that. And one of the kids that we shot with for riflery, his dad was a trainer. So I had always been fascinated. So anyway, so I started going with him. So I think since I was like 14, 15-ish. I don't think I've ever had personally for myself under three dogs. Really? Um, yeah. I, I mean, I at one point, my wife told me to quit bringing them home, so they stayed at my parents' house. <laughs> my, my mom would take care of them
0: for me. That's awesome. But. And, and I'm sure people can hear dogs barking in the background now. My son just came home in the dirt bike. Um, but, Yeah. I have been telling my oh Oh, my my son's here too,
1: and your son's pushing his bike. (laughs) Imagine that! (laughs) It's because it's a Cowie, not a Honda. Ride, River parker in the shed. (laughs)
0: Hey, sometimes you gotta get what you could get. Well, yeah, (laughs) yeah, I understand. (laughs) No, but so I've actually been talking to my wife. I was like, I think after these two dogs that we have now, it's like I'd like to take a break for a year to see what it's like. I know it's not gonna happen. It's just kind of like my dream because I want. I want to be able to go camping for a week, go hunting for a week, not, not have worry to worry about, about dog at camp or dog at home, somebody have to to worry about it. Yeah. That's my thought, but I know it's probably never going to happen.
1: Yeah, and well, and like with me, my dogs aren't just, I mean they're how they they're not in the house all the time cuz obviously I got three kids too. Yeah. So yeah, and
0: they're just more, they're just as destructive as a dog. Can yeah, be. exactly.
1: Well, Actually, I tell people a lot of times, like my pickup, I think stays cleaner when the dogs are in it instead of the kids. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But,
0: well, uh, yeah, dogs don't leave French fries behind. Yeah,
1: exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but with a hunting dog, and especially like my cocker, I mean, they're they're high they're high strung. Yeah. So it's not like like you said, if you're you going can't camping, keep in the house
0: all day. Long. No, 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 they
1: they spend. I mean, my whole property spent so they can roam and. And then they have kennels they get put in when we're not there, you know. Um, but I guess where I was going, you it's one of those things you can't just call anybody to come watch, to come watch them. them. Like the people that I do have watch them have watched them multiple times. You know, they've been shown multiple, yeah. you know. And, and like my short hair, I never leave her with anybody. She's Other than the girl that she's with right now, which is a close friend of mine that actually bred her. Mm -hmm. that's where i got her from yeah um she has her so
0: so she has familiarity with the yes 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 she's a big short hair person you're you're not letting the neighbor cat lady no watch my dog
1: no because this dog would be (laughs) gone in a minute i mean she's she's very it's a short hair if anybody's been around short hairs they know
0: yeah
1: enough said you know i mean really but
0: my my cousin i remember got a, a german short hair when he was just about out of high school and just being a little puppy with no training, that dog would be just in the yard, and just kind of real slow, and then just pick that front leg up. Yep. Nothing there, and then realize it. It was it was the coolest thing watching a dog that young be that instinctive, that smart. Listening to that. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Watching that. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Unfor- yeah. Unfortunately, the dog did get in some rat poison and didn't last very long. Oh, but my cousin, my cousin was heartbroken. This, he because he had had a a yellow lab. It was a total ranch dog. My grandpa had a huge ranch, and that dog would be gone for three days. Yeah. Next thing you know, oh. There he is. So there, she, like there, t- there she is. She's back. She's been out chasing. <laughs> she would go out and just chase coyotes until apparently she was done chasing them. I'm like, or or, or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, yeah, just would come back. So, yeah. Yeah. Dogs, you get a good – that right there is my definition of the best dog, but you have to be able to have – uh area for a dog like that to do
2: yes and the property neighbors that and understand that, neighbors. That, that dog is allowed to roam and yeah. please don't shoot it well luckily, luckily. Yeah,
0: well, yeah, <laughs> and over there you know as long as they're not harassing and it was a lab a lab ain't going after cattle or anything right yeah. right as long as they ain't down going after the cows cattle. or, yeah, or yeah, sheep yeah. or anything yeah. like that you know and they're not really going to do much. Yeah,
1: luckily for me... Like, I, don't, I
0: don't think labs chase deer either. That, I've that's, never that's, had that's one. That's another good way to get a dog shot. Yeah. <laughs> I was going
2: to say, my dog is very curious about all the animals, and he's chocolate lab, so he's not one that goes out in the woods um, during hunting. <laughs> well, during specifically rifle season. Well, yeah. Uh, just because I know him, he when he gets excited and he takes off after something, he doesn't run. He prances and hops like a freaking deer does oh yeah you know he kind of gallops and gets that trot up and down and it's like dude you're gonna get shot and my my in-laws
0: brown lab he's a little bit wider and like when we're over at their their lake house in the low light if he's far enough away he looks like a little baby brown bear oh i (laughs) I was
1: well that's that's the my one male lab well both of them are males this time but uh He's all black, and his my son name. It's my son's dog. He named him Bear, and I mean, it's fitting. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he he. That's what he looks. I mean, he's just definitely a not
0: something you want to go yelling in the woods with a dog. Well, then, we, we actually
1: <laughs> we actually joked about that because we were at the Snake River for a week with my wife's family, and we took the dogs with us. And he'd go swimming. You know, the dogs would go out swimming and. They'd get halfway across that damn river, and I'd have to call them back. And you're that's where you're yelling bear. Yeah, and and everybody, sir, yeah, everybody's, everybody's like, like what, what? yeah, because there is bears there. I mean, we yeah. watched them swimming oh, around, yeah. and it was it became a and joke. The black after, bears there, yeah. yeah, yeah, it became a joke after a while.
2: He's staying off of the stake on the Oregon Idaho border. There, yeah, we were, uh, yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, between Brownlee and Oxbow. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's that's where uh, my wife's family goes. Yeah, every it's year. it's not. So I, it's a fun trip.
1: Yeah, it is. I don't go every year. My wife wishes we went every year, but. Uh, For me, it's... That's uh, a
0: jump.
1: Well, and I don't even care so much about that because I'll drive over there for the weekend to do... Because that's where I bear hunt Mm -hmm. there. Uh, That's where I shot my big red one that I have in my living room, my 400 pounder.
0: Yeah. Why don't you tell us about that? (laughs) Tell us about that one.
1: So I... You got
0: this thing full mounted.
1: Yeah. He's life-sized in my living room. I think every one of my kids, I have pictures of him sitting on him like he's a horse. (laughs) Um... I drew that tag in 2000. Well, Kylie's.
0: So that was a spring bear.
1: It was a spring bear. Yep, a spring bear. I drew that tag in 2009. Nine, yes, 2008. Um, me and my buddy went over there the fir- opening weekend. It was typical year. We had a bunch of snow. Mm-hmm. Snow was still. We 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 were in his side by side, and we were literally having to get it stuck so that we had enough winch cable to get to the tree to winch us through because yeah. we made a big loop and we yeah. just, we didn't want to turn. So anyways, we went home, came back. I shot at Mother's Day. I called my mom, told her, happy Mother's Day. I got her a bear. But yeah, my buddy had shot one. We got there and we're, we're sitting up on the spot, our little glassing knob. that We go to the same spot every year. Yeah. Every year that we draw. And uh, we got our backs to each other, both looking out separate ways. And he just starts pounding me. I'm like, What what? And I finally took around, turned around, and he's he couldn 't even talk he 's all and i mean dude we 're looking like eight hundred yards away, and this thing I shit you not looks like a Volkswagen bug, yeah, just sitting over there, so we and it 's about i don 't know probably we probably have about forty five minutes of light left, and we 're on the brakes of the snake, mm-hmm. well, a little bit in a little bit inland we 're up above halfway um, and so we go we go down this canyon, back up the other side, and we come up, and here's a black bear about a 200 pounder, and he's like, "Oh man, there's one right there," and I was like, "Yeah," I was like, "I don't want it because I don't, I have, I also have a black one that I have three quarter mounted, half mounted, mm-hmm. that I shot just up the road here towards the mountain," um, and he's like, "Well, what about that big one up there?" I was like, "We don't even know if that one's there. If you want that one, take it." I said, "I'm not a greedy guy," yeah. So he shot it. It dropped. I took off after this big one, got over, and I, I actually got back on him, and he was down this big old huge ravine. I was literally sta- I'm not a tall person, but I'm standing on my tippy no, toes you're definitely trying. Not, definitely not yeah, a tall yeah. person. Yeah, <laughs> I'm trying to get to where I can get him in my scope to shoot him, and I took a shot, missed. He took off. So I go back, help my butt. Anyways, we get that one out. And then the next day I'm like kind of down in the dumps. Yeah. I, I went back and checked. Yeah. Ended up finding some pretty nice elk sheds. So I was like, okay, kind of made my day. And then uh, we were just going for a long weekend and it was Saturday night, that Saturday, cause he shot his Friday night. Saturday night, we're going out to the spot and we're in the side by side. And he's like, I'm like, I'm just gonna drive out there. He's like, really, you think so? And I was like, yeah, I'm just gonna drive out there. We ain't seen nothing. And I would start going, I was like, you know what, no, I'll walk. So I, so he stayed at the side-by-side, and I walked out. And I get out there about, I don't know, I was probably about 300 yards away from the side-by-side. I look, and here's a cin- another cinnamon bear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that big one was a cinnamon, too. Yeah. And this one was cinnamon. It was only about 150-ish pounds, but he really long hair. Yeah. Super long hair. And I'm like, man, I'm like looking at him. So I lay down, I'm looking at him. And I don't know why, but for some reason, I decided to turn my head and look down the hill. And there was that one. The big one. Not the big one from the night before. Another big one. We actually had pictures of this one. Okay. I'm like, oh, shit. So I... Roll back over and I get on him and he's sitting like a dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I kind of waited for him for a while. Isn't that it's like,
0: funny how bears do that? Yeah, he's yeah kind of he's he's just
1: there. Count. He was he was he was eating. Yeah, and by now that little or cinnamon one, he he knows that I'm there. You know, bears yeah. don't have the greatest vision. No, and but he can't really make out what I am, and so I'm just trying to get my breathing because I get buck fever like
0: bad, yeah. <laughs> like really bad. <laughs> so
1: I lay down there, get get on him, and I shoot, and he just done falls over. So, and I yell stuff that we probably shouldn't say on this. So <laughs> I'm yelling. I hear the side by side start up. My buddy comes hauling down. And he's like, What'd you do? I said, I shot that big son bitch right there. And he looks down and here's this big old bear. And, uh, oh, I probably should have said I had just had back surgery three months before. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was in a back brace. I wasn't supposed to pick up over 25 pounds, I think, or something. <laughs> Luckily, we were on private property that we were allowed to hunt on and we were able to drive the, the rhino all the way to him. And, uh, it was on a little bit of a hill. My poor buddy, dude, he would not let me touch that thing. Oh. He managed to pick that thing up and he, he got, he like bear hugged it mm-hmm. and he kind of just leaned back in the rhino. And then I kind of pushed it off of him so he could roll <laughs> out from underneath. I had to walk up the hill cause there was so much dead weight in the back.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, but yeah, then we got him up to the got him up and skinned him and it made that 200 pounder look like a little 50 pounder. Really? Yeah, I have pictures of me laying next to him and it just it the pictures don't even do justice. No. And, well, when well, I took the
0: picture that you had of it in the back of your truck when you brought it back home after this last Oh, yeah, after the and hit, fire? And I was like, yeah. I thought I was bigger than
1: that. Yeah, well, that's... I know every... Well, yeah, I got so many phone calls from people like, Dude, are you driving around with the bear in the back of your truck? I'm like, well, yeah. I'm not going to let... It, my house can go before that damn bear goes. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> I had all my mounts between my two pickups. I was shoveling pickups back and forth. I had my guns. I had a gun sandwich, I was telling people. There's <laughs> a layer of guns, blanket. Layer of guns, yep, bl- exactly. all in my backseat. But anyways, yeah, when I took him to the taxidermist, I originally was just going to get a rug made. Uh-huh. And... Uh, He's like, "Man, you know, you might want to think about life-sizing this." And I was like, "Well, yeah, well, let's talk about it." And he's a super good guy. I mm-hmm. mean, so I was able to do it and uh, when I've, I went, I've
0: heard that about about most good taxidermists, they're really not worried about what it costs. They if you want something to look good and they know they can do it, they're willing to work with well, you. Well,
1: yeah, and he and he he did it on the side at the time, mm-hmm. and he was one of those guys that when you first met him, he's got a set price, and as you get to know him and he likes you, yeah. it gets a
0: little cheaper. <laughs> yeah. You know, there's... So, so my big buck, um, the cape that's on, it's not the original cape.
1: That's how my antelope is. So,
0: because after I shot it, we we put it in the freezer. The whole the whole thing, my grandpa's like, we're gonna put it in the freezer, I'm gonna call around, talk to some guys, you know, cause not very many big bucks got shot off my grandpa's property at the time and sure as shit, somebody unplugged the freezer to plug something oh. else in, in the shop. And my grandpa a couple of days later, what that fucking smell, sure as shit. It was my fucking deer head. So but he was able to find somebody and it had a big old it a big old fucking ruddy neck on it oh, too. yeah. Well I that's what my grandpa said. He he could have just been old, but his neck it, you've seen the mount. The neck yeah. on is fucking huge. Yeah. And he and that and that's about the light, the same size as it was and so yeah, the taxidermist was able to find another cape for it and then I found out uh, like a year or two after I got it back that that tax, that that deer head was one of the last ones that guy did before he passed away. Oh, really? So, well, that's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah, my bear, the taxidermist, he's he's he had to add spray foam mm-hmm. to make his belly bigger
0: to yeah, fill in. To fill in the and then he
1: also said it should have been about another two to three inches taller, but he just couldn't get a mannequin that and he that tried
0: fit it that fit it just right. Yeah, yeah. and I, I
1: had a real basic mount done because I don't mm-hmm. have a big huge house mm-hmm. and I wasn't sure. Yeah, where it just look,
0: kinda of looks like he's walking down a trail. Yeah, that yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. I throw I throw my sheds in the box that he's inside of and yeah.
0: No, it, I think it's a way cool man. Yeah, no, it,
1: I mean, everybody, it's the, when people come over that have never been to my house, it's the talk of the,
0: yeah
2: of the.
1: It's
0: pretty good conversation. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's the
1: centerpiece. I mean, yeah, you walk exactly. in and, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. So,
2: go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I'm definitely going to have to come over and check this thing out. So yeah. been to your house, I think I've only been around you twice now. Yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, you it's, know, it's that, that'd be cool to see, just because uh, the more and more that our guests keep talking about. Getting these bears, as more and more, I actually want to go and shoot you, a bear. <laughs> you know, I I was always, so, uh yeah.
1: I grew up that you know we'd go deer and elk hunting and we'd have a bear tag and it was kind of one of those things you just shot one if you have seen it, and then I kind of wanted to really shoot one, so I started going just bear hunting and that's when I shot that black one, and I was like, well, and it wasn't
0: a big bear. I don't think that's what most people realize. There's a lot of bears in this area. Oh, there is. Yeah, there is. There's a lot. I I'll show I'll, when we're done here. I'll show you the picture of the. The bear scat we saw up on uh, K- Grandpa's place. Oh really? Oh yeah. Nothing but black. Nothing but blackberries like that big uh. round. Like holy moly, <laughs> that's a big boy. Uh, um, and then uh, we got red.
2: Oh, just to say, my understanding is if a bear is
0: doing everything right, you won't see them. Yeah.
1: Yeah, they're they're pretty. I mean, they're they're quiet. The, I, the, I...
0: the one I got. I was walking down a trail. My wife and my daughter or behind me it was a more of a let's get out in the woods trip not a hunting trip and i turned around and i thought it was a dog i thought it was a black lab and then i saw his fuzzy ears it's like okay. oh shit and about the time i said oh shit he said oh shit turn around run i dropped down fired on him i had him.
1: one do that i was hunting down out of southern oregon just south of john day i'm walking down this fence line to this area that we used to go elk hunting and i'm like Man, there's a guy in front of me, and I didn't see a rig at all where we park. I'm like, and that's where everybody, you know, not everybody, but that's where we walked in. And he's like leaning up against this tree, and my buddy's like, "Dude, I throw my binoculars up, and it was a bear. It stood up, and he was scratching his back on the tree." tree. I'm like, "Holy crap!" We tried getting on him, and he, they, they are quiet. But what's weird is my first one I shot was in a tree stand, which. I'm not a tree stand hunter. No. I don't have. My I've nev- I have never hunted. My a tree buddy stand. was actually he hunted really wanted
0: trees. <laughs> never a tree stand.
1: Yeah, he, he really wanted to record <laughs> uh, it, you know, and yeah. so he's like, I could tell when you'd fall asleep because I'm a mover. I don't sit yeah, around. Yeah, you much. are.
0: You're not a sit down and watch, yeah, so, watch a movie. Yeah, guy. so my
1: my legs are just sitting here moving back and forth the whole time. I was like, well, how do you know? He's like, because your legs weren't moving. Anyways, yeah. I learned that bears they come in real noisy when they're coming into something that they... We had a trail that we had pictures of them traveling up and mm-hmm. down, multiple bears. And they, they come in real noisy, but they leave quiet. And from what I read, I don't know if it's ever true or not, that they do that so that they sound bigger than they actually are to scare off other bears. Yeah. And something else, everybody says they can tell age by a bear. I call BS by the size of them. Because in Oregon, you have to have your bear's tooth and then mm-hmm. they age them. You have to send them in.
0: Yeah, so is what I did is I took... Uh, the head and everything Yep. down there they wanted sex organs but the yep. I'd got to well, only, if,
1: only if it's a female
0: it, Well, and that's what they asked and I was like I don't know because the whole the only thing that was left by the time I got to because I didn't get to it the next day was lungs oh heart. something got so, to I, it I, you know yeah something you know, I would say either another bear Maybe. or most likely a coug- or a cougar right, had right. got in that's the first thing they go to is the soft tissue and I flipped you know folded out the, the cape and they're like yeah, those aren't cut marks. Yeah. But yeah. You you can see the cut marks right here where I cut it in half to get it up there. Well, you, my you, buddy's like, why'd you cut it in half? I was like, there is no way we were getting this thing up there. I was not worried about a rug. Right. So I was worried about getting this damn thing out of the canyon we were in. <laughs> well, you've seen both of
1: my bears. Yeah. So one's big, one's little. Mm-hmm. They're both seven years old. Mm. Both of them were exactly seven. Yeah. So them guys on TV that are like, oh, that's a little bear. He's probably only a two-year-old. The only thing I know that's true about a bear is... They're big when their ears are little. When their, when their ears look little on their head, they're a big bear. Yeah. Because their ears quit growing and their skull keeps growing. Keeps growing. Yeah. My big one actually makes book.
0: Yeah. Did you look up that uh, beaver bounty? I you, you know, I was, I was oh. looking up.
2: Uh, I, I was trying to find exactly what I, it was, but I found the uh, the trapping licenses and the requirements. And yeah, you gotta take to... a test for yeah. the state. Unless you're hunt unless you're trapping on private land, then you don't have to. There's yes. There's really no regulation okay. on private land.
1: Yeah, I think, and also if you're on private land, you still have to have a bobcat card. I think regardless, you still have to buy a bobcat card and maybe there's, an otter card.
2: Uh, you you at least have, I think it was a bobcat and just a few other. Yeah, there's a bobcat. You got to have he, a fur bearer tag fur, or something like that. Yeah,
1: so they have a fur takers and a fur bearers. The fur bearer is for a trapper, and a fur taker is basically for a houndsman. Okay. Okay. most most your fur takers because fur takers you don't have to get a license you can act, or take a test you can actually just go down and buy it i believe and then you can buy a bobcat card so the hounds guys can go out after their cats gotcha. with a fur bearers you can do both my son's actually you know, is getting it, ready to take the test
0: is it bobcats in oregon you can hunt with dogs yes bobcats, bobcats
1: and coons bobcats and coons okay. yep that's it's it. just bears and cougars no bears and cougars no but i thought the state passed that it's they've for cougars they've put it up to the county's discretion oh, really? but i don't think it's ever went anywhere i think mm-hmm. it's just kind of sat there and they've never done anything with yeah. it they need to
2: yeah i know that that was a, a big topic over the last at least five years is starting to use dogs throughout oregon to hunt cougars, well, specific because and, of the giant it, population that we hunt it, like we
0: have especially around mount hood because and it ramped up just in the past few years because that hiker got killed a few years ago oh yeah um, and they went in there and they shot that one well they, well, shot, they shot that shot one and i believe they shot a cougar at least well yeah no, they shot from what i heard is they took out multiple
1: I, I know i know hepner's another hot spot for a lot of cougars and then i lived in central oregon as a kid so i still talk to a lot of people down there
0: does it make you leery when you see on a map like Cougar Canyon. <laughs> I mean, you know like, what? Like, let's go. Well, there's got to be a cougar up in there. Let's go up in there. And see if I was <laughs> I was up
1: in Hebner with Matt uh-huh. one year. We were hunting elk. We walked into this area. It was getting towards dark, and this guy was literally running out, oh. running out of the trail. And we're like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, I just seen a cougar up there." Yeah. Uh, you guys shouldn't go in there. I was like, I've never grizzly bears. Yeah, I might think about. But as far as cougar or black bear, eh. i'll take my
2: chances i i shared a picture it's unfortunately without video capability yet but that is a big line that that thing was taken out of sisters sisters yeah that's that thing is huge uh i'm working on trying to get a hold of the guy that actually harvested that one so we can talk to him and and maybe make a trip over there and check it out yeah yeah, that thing's big if he doesn't do a full mount on that like that's such a mistake. Well, that would be such a cool one. Yeah,
1: area. cougar is one of those animals. That's like if I ever finally draw a sheep or goat tag. I mean, it's it's a life-size mm. mouth.
2: Yeah. Well, and I mean, just for reference for those that are listening, it's a 350-pound cougar. This thing looks like it's a lion. Yeah, the guy's
1: huge. The guy's holding it.
2: <gasps> the, the guy can barely get his yeah. arm yeah, around it. But, yeah,
1: it's butts on the ground. Yeah. Anyway. to go hang out and shoot that. Yeah, that thing, that's <laughs> a that's big a lion. fucking, that's yeah. a big kitty cat.
2: Okay. So, so, paws are way bigger than
0: your head on that one. Back yeah. back to the radio program that nobody can see what we're looking at. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. So, I, I got excited. So um, you mentioned your son. So take us through kind of your experience of how introducing your son into hunting.
1: Okay, I got the best story about taking him on his first trapping <laughs> trip. We were on my four-wheeler. I come around the corner. He was five at the time and I had a coyote in the trap and he he had been out hunting with us some he had been with me when my wife shot her elk but he didn't see her shoot it he came up after the fact uh because me and him stayed back so she could go up and get a shot and so I'm sitting on my floor where I go up there I was like man do I do I like just all in right now show him what it's all about you know we're gonna yeah. go up and shoot this coyote or or do i take him back to the house kind of yeah. deal i was like you know what he's got to learn sometime yeah so i i stopped the four-wheeler about 50 yards 75 yards back from the from the coyote showed him where it was he could see it could see it was in the trap i said i'm gonna go up there and take care of it he's like okay so i shoot it i turn around and look back he's laughing He's like he thought it was the coolest thing ever. So from then I was like, okay, no problem. So he he trapped his first bobcat, which was on it was on my card. But I said, hey, this is your trap. He got that at seven, and then he shot his first deer last year. He finally drew a a deer tag. Uh, We shot it over in Eastern Oregon, Um, but it's how'd how'd that go? It was. The little butt—he's a tack driver. Me and my dad are over there, and we got onto some deer. It was a doe tag, yeah. And we seen this herd of deer, and we went way around them. I figured we're, we're gonna cut them off. Yeah. And I was trying to get him. I wanted, I wanted it to be a for sure thing. Yeah. I wanted the first experience to be a for sure thing, no questions. You know, when he shoots it, either he gets a shot or he doesn't. Yeah. I wanted to know that when he shot that thing, it was gonna drop. So we we go over there and they didn't come out where they i thought they should have they actually came out a little bit ahead yeah and he he actually is the one that spotted them and he's like they're right there and i throw my binoculars like yep that's them and it was 310 yards away i was like well let's sneak in closer he's like i think i could shoot from here and i'm like let's sneak up closer and i look back he's already got the bipod set up and he's un- he's in his gun yeah now granted he does a lot of long-range shooting um with, with me and some of my friends. I, I got videos of him ringing targets out at 1,000 yards. Yeah. So, I mean, he's he's been under a gun yeah. quite a bit. I'm like, ah, man, but you know, it's your first deer. Like, let's get closer. And even my dad's like, let's get closer, bud. And he's like, no, I got it. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? I guess, okay. Yeah. I got my binoculars up. I said, pick one out and shoot it. Pick one of the bigger ones out and shoot it. I'm looking through my binoculars. And he's one of those kids that you're like finally like looking at him like, dude, you're going to shoot? I mean, even <laughs> it's the range. And he just tells you he's like, I'm getting the crosshairs perfect. It's like, okay. Yeah. So I'm sitting there looking and all of a sudden gun goes off and I just see this deer just hunch up.
2: Yeah.
1: But I couldn't tell where he hit it. And I tell him, I'm like, load it again. Yeah. Load and shoot again. And I'm I'm still looking through my binoculars so I can keep track on which one it is in case it – because there's yeah. I think eight of them. in i finally he's like not doing nothing so i look over at him i'm like load it and shoot it again and i look back up and she tips over (laughs) i'm like holy crap so i ranged it she ended up being 315 yards my dad walked back to the truck to get packs because we were literally 50 yards off the road um we were actually in the same country that i bear hunt in yeah and uh me and him walk up there, and he looks at me, he's like, why is it bleeding out of its nose? I was like, oh, <laughs> uh, well, because you lunged it. Yeah. I mean, he, one shot, shoots a little 7mm O eight that we yeah. got some little custom loads in it, light loads, because my kids aren't the biggest kids, so he's not a big recoil well, fan yet, which he, what kid well, is. He,
0: he's bigger than my kid, and they're about the same age. Well, name, yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and
1: he's actually shot, he's almost taller than me now, so yeah. he is shooting up. But, you know, I, I told myself that once he was old enough to hunt— he could have – because in Oregon, we can do that youth mentor yeah. once they start at nine. Yeah. I told him, I was like, you can have any tag of mine. Yeah. Except except for – there's two rules we have. I don't give up my archery elk tag because yeah. that's like – even though I didn't get a go this year because I got a shoulder injury. Um, And then when we go out bear hunting, he's old enough to put in for his own tags now. Yeah. But I still give him mine because I've shot two bears. I shot a – I got a big – I mean – yeah, I don't need to. I'd rather let, but I do tell him if we see a blonde one, no, you might know. get thrown on the ground, yeah, exactly. and it might be mine. Because yeah. then I'd have all three you, colors. You might, you might
0: have a boot print on your back <laughs> yeah. for that one. Yeah, <laughs> that, that one, that one might be dad's.
1: But I never, I never thought in a million years that you'd have the feeling you have when your kid shoots an animal in front of you. Yeah, it's like it's like you
0: just shot it. I mean, it yeah. was, it was. I, I, I definitely, haven't that, but like I'm hoping. Well. I, I take that back. I have experienced that with my son getting his turkey this year. That was that was pretty awesome considering I haven't shot one yet. Uh, so, yeah. I, so I so I, I don't know the feeling of <laughs> shooting, shooting a, turkey, a turkey, but being there and him rolling that turkey was awesome. Yeah. So I I'm pretty excited for him to shoot his first deer. So yeah, I could I can I can I kinda know what you're talking about and that's awesome that because not only did he have dad there, he had grandpa there too. Well, that, that was
1: with me too. Yeah, my dad was there. Um, I took him when I drew my antelope tag. I actually had my dad and my grandpa. So there was yeah. four of us there when I okay. shot Because my grandpa is – I took him on his antelope hunt. He's still alive. He's like 93. He's out. He's actually leaving tonight to go deer hunting. Yeah.
0: I mean he's still
1: <laughs> – he's a tough SOB. Yeah. Uh, old logger. Um but and he loves antelope hunts, so I had all of them with me when I shot mine. And that was cool too, you know. But yeah, it's uh, it's definitely rewarding having the kids. It's it's fun teaching them, you know. And mm-hmm. and it, I haven't uh, pushed any of it on them because you know it's it's my thing. I love to do. It. If they don't love yeah. to do it, whatever. But I did want them all to go through hunter safety. I want them all to at least experience it. So because. Yeah. I don't want them to go to school and be like all these teachers that I have a real hard time with them about how hunting's bad and everything. At least they've experienced it on their own.
0: Yeah. And they they can make their own decisions. Yeah, they have the capability of making their own <clears throat> argument. Yeah, exactly. But you, you can't tell me that I just put, you know, he shot a doe, so I'm guessing probably 80 pounds of meat. Yeah, yeah, at the I, most. I, I just, yeah. I just put 80 pounds of meat on the table for my family. How can you tell me that I did something bad when I just. Fit my family for three months.
1: Yeah, well, and actually, last year he's the only one that killed anything because last year I had my lung infection. Yeah, I didn't even get to go hunting last year. Yeah, I got to. I shot a shitload of ducks, and that was it. But yeah. I didn't have to do anything other than sit in the and, blind and let the that, dog. And that's go. the
0: nice thing about the school these kids are in. There's quite a handful of kids that yeah in this community that, that yeah we, hunt, that have killed it. So they so he, he our boys have the ability to to. Get in with some kids that yeah, get I would, that experience and it, only they can really talk to that experience. Right.
1: I, I would say that and at, at the school they go to, there's probably more that do than don't. Yeah. I mean, I would think. I don't know. Because, yeah. I mean, I know most of the other... Yeah. Well,
0: at least most kids that they hang out with. Yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that's, that's true. Most of the kids they hang out yeah. with. Yeah. It's a pretty... I do
1: tell him to... A lot of people are... They don't like trapping. So... And I'm not one of those guys that goes around bragging that I do this or that. You know, I just kind of keep to myself because I stand up and fight, I guess, for that stuff when I need to. Yeah. But I'm not. I don't go around telling everybody, "Oh yeah, I trap." I mean, if someone asks, I'm like, "Yeah, I, I do it. I yeah. enjoy it. There's nothing wrong with it. I'm not ashamed of it." Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not going to go around. You
2: don't go around running your mouth, Yeah. Not, you're yeah. not running around with your uh, David Crockett. Uh, I I don't have a
1: I don't have a Davy Crockett schoon kid hat schoon whatever. <laughs> Coonskin Coons, hat. <laughs> I do have in the works I got into trapping skunks. Okay. And if you ever want we
0: to we've got a pile of them running down. Well,
1: don't tell my wife. <laughs> I'll come down and set traps, but mm. I mean if you ever wanna have a, a wife's perspective of living with the trapper, you should have her on the show because I have to go do my skunk stuff somewhere else on the property. (laughs) Um, We we actually have his and her freezers. Yeah. Because I'm normally out running a trap line late at night. I get home and I don't necessarily want to skin everything one night. So I'll throw them in the freezer Yeah, and she don't like that. So I bought a whole nother freezer for that. <laughs> uh So she has hers. I have mine. I'm not going to lie. I might hide some stuff in hers from time to time. Well, so, so don't let
0: her listen to this. Yeah. Episode. Don't, yeah. Don't listen to
1: this podcast. So
0: uh make sure she turns <laughs> off at the 52 minute mark. 52. Okay.
2: Sounds good.
1: Um But I, sent my skunk hides off i'm getting a skunk hat made nice yeah all not right. not a not like a it's more like the russian style you know yeah. where it all folds up yeah there was a hunting show well it's that um tom miranda mm-hmm. he he used to hunt with this guy up in canada and he had one and i was no, like I dude know. i want
0: one of those <laughs> so
1: i trapped uh there's a guy in west lynn that i worked with he was having a skunk problem i was trapping skunks in town yeah uh i got a 14 pounder Really? Out of his plate, yeah. I always weigh the stuff. Yeah, dude, I got a I got a sixty five pound beaver at the taxidermist right now. I sh- I uh I trapped a seventy pounder down at the bottom of my hill in that pond. Really? Yes. Wow. Me and me and my buddy, I take turns packing them up the hill because they're, they're <laughs> beaver? yeah beaver because the, there's no good way to no. My grandpa said when he but was a kid, and you, when
0: you there's, didn't there's go. No way to what? Yeah, yeah, no good yeah. way, way to carry, carry a, a dead dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, yeah. And, you, and when you're trapping, you're not taking a meat pack. With no, you. Hell
2: no. <laughs> no, I got my bag. Well, you, you might now. I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah like I probably. Sh-
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like packing a kid out. All right, so you do quite a bit of different animals of hunting. What? kind of camouflage do you use do you do you separate camouflage for different things or do you have just like a set kind of gear uh, you more of what the weather's doing I'm all the above I'm a gear
1: whore yes I um, I'm I, I wear Kuyu yeah I wear Kuyu for anything where I'm big game hunting when I'm duck hunting I wear Sitka yeah uh i'd wear kuyu out duck hunting but the sitka pattern works better for where i hunt yeah to to hide us um and yeah i have it i mean in my kuyu stuff i have all the early season stuff because i do a lot of early season archery hunting all the way through late season stuff yeah um i i grew up with You just, like, I remember my dad, I'd be like, dad, my feet are cold. He's like, just put another pair of socks on. Oh, my God. You know, it was just, it was just, it was was the old
0: old school mentality. My dad told me that and my feet got worse. Yeah, well, exactly. like, what in the world is going on? Like, we'd be out goose hunting and (laughs) I remember one time I couldn't, I couldn't fucking take it anymore. I'm like, dad, my feet are frozen. Yep. I'm done. he's like, well, the blaze, my dad had an old uh, 75 blazer. And he's like, "Well, it's over there, half a mile. Yep. I guess you'll warm up when you walk there. Uh, when get the binoculars out of the back seat. And when you see us waving, just fire it up and come drive to us. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, you know, I well, tur- you know, turn it on, let the heater go. You know, right, you know, right. Those old Chevys, they got it, it, they either the heater doesn't work, or it works or it really, works really good. Real, real yep. oh, good. Yeah, this yep. was one that worked real fucking good. Yep." I took my I took my boots off. I took my socks off and put my feet under the heater. Oh my god, that was the best most painful feeling ever. You know, just all <laughs> <Yeah>. the blood <laughs> well, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh man, it hurts so bad. Oh yep. my god. Um uh, I So a, the I'm... next day, I'm like I'm going to see what one pair of socks does first. <laughs> Because I went out the, – the, the the time that happened, I went out with two pairs of socks on. The next day, my feet were fine the whole day. Yeah. And I actually – when I was working at the feed store, I told one of the gals. She was bitching about her feet being cold. And I was like, how many pairs of socks you got? She's like, two. And I was like, take one sock off and in an hour – Tell me which foot's warm and which one's cold. Right. Sure. Should an hour later, she's like, I had to go take that other sock off the one that I had one on. Yeah. Started started getting warm. I was like, yeah, because you're just you're wearing a cotton sock. Your foot with two socks is just sweating. Sweat- yep. Yep. Freezing it off.
1: Yep. I'm a, I'm a big layer. I yeah. since all that stuff. I actually bought Sitka when it first came out in the their original pattern. I was working in Central Oregon and I'd never heard of it and the stuff looked really cool. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to try that. I just bought a coat. Yeah. And that that fall, winter, I went trapping outside of Baker for a week and we were in the snow. That's the only, I had that coat on and a t-shirt. Yeah. And I was,
0: and I, after that I was sold. My dad always told me You can always take it off. Exactly. But you can't put it on if you don't have it. Yep, yep. And
1: (laughs) and, you know, I think the old school
0: way was is, I mean, wool. Obviously, wool works. Yeah. But... So we we talked about that, and I have really not gotten into wool. I I never have either.
1: It's... The the couple things that I've wore of wool, I got itchy. Yeah. And I just... And it's heavy. I work. I work with some guys, they swear
0: th- by wool. I think you'd have to be put in the right situation. It's kinda of being in the right situation to succeed with it. Yeah. Well, and to, I, to really change your mind about it? Yeah, yeah,
1: you're probably... The merennial stuff's... Merino? Yeah, yeah however you say it. Merino? I actually... I, I like it. It's not bad.
0: Yeah. I don't... And I I've will... Heard t- I've heard guys talking. They're going on 10-day fucking backpack elk hunting. They're taking one pair of merino wool on
1: these. That's what I do. I haven't done a 10-day or I've done a 5 and a 6. Yeah, and I take... I mean, I'll take a pair of socks, one pair of underwear. I mean, my shirt, I'll take it off at night and hang it up. And in the
0: morning, it... Yeah. yeah it do, it doesn't hold it doesn't hold the smell yeah. the stench. Yeah I have been thinking about you know, maybe getting some merino wool uh, to try out. Now, I'm not sure exactly what I want, but like for me I got a pair of pants. They're not even camouflage, they're just green. Oh, and they're yeah. and they're supposed to be the the cut resistant. Yeah. And then they're fleece lined cuz I can't wear long johns. Oh, see I, I do. Ten, yeah. 20 minutes in To walk in with long johns, I got swamp ass like a mother. Oh, really? I can't – and absolutely, that's fucking heading back to the truck territory right there. See, that's
1: what's (laughs) nice about, like, those Kuyu ones, and I I know, like, a lot of them are starting to do it now. Um, They zip. Yeah. So, like, dude, you'll see me out in the woods my pants down around my ankles. Uh I'm unzipping long johns, and I'm just in my my underwear pulling my pants. But I don't have to take my boots off.
0: Exactly. It's
1: nice. And I do know with the kids, I've really – Make sure that they're comfortable when exactly. we go to, to I, keep
0: them in it. I have learned it's better to be cold for your first 20 minutes of the hike. Oh, yeah. And, and not have to take a whole bunch of shit off. Yep. Because cause really, that's all you got to get past that. You just got to get to your heart, your heart pumping, get the blood flowing, and then you're good. So I actually downgraded from a coat I had because I really have not found the right temperature that I've that I've needed that coat so I bought something a little lower and I was like you know what I can just put a long sleeve shirt on yes and then if I start to getting stenchy I can take the long sleeve shirt off and put the coat back on because most most of the time I'm unless I'm turkey hunting I'm in a situation, you know, over here where it's wet. Right, right. And I would rather have the waterproof coat on rather than the long sleeve. Yeah. Type so,
1: so like me, I'm not a coat guy. I yeah. don't wear coats. They're just too cum I'm a vest and a sweatshirt guy. Yeah. So, that's, like, my go-to is uh, I'll wear, like, a, See, I, a I base love, layer. Normally,
0: I love wearing hoodies, but when I'm hunting, I don't because of the way it sits with my pack. Oh, see, Drag I got a real fucking crazy. Cu, cu, I keep saying Kuyu, but Kuyu's yeah. got a real thin,
1: the Pelton 130 yeah. or whatever. And that's what I wear. It's yeah. And it's because I love hoodies. Yeah. I'll, my ears will get a little cold. I'll throw that up. And then yeah. I uh, i do wear the only wool thing I do wear. I'm a Stormy corner guy yeah.
2: for hats. Yeah.
1: I love those. But layers, layers for me.
2: Yeah. The only wool thing that I own are those wool gloves that the top half the of fingers come off. Oh, yeah. So, so you can keep your hands warm until it's time to shoot. And it's like, all right. I love those back. things
0: for bird hunting. I had a pair of those on for deer hunting. And I went to pull the fold off and I actually ripped the uh, <laughs> ripped the mitt part off. And, next thing, and it took half the glove with it. So next thing I'm to shake the damn yeah. thing off. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not... I'd, so for, well, you for, made gloves, really- for gloves, I just have a pair of, granted, not like it matters, but the camouflage mechanics gloves. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. just enough to take the wind and water off my hands. That's basically what I wear
1: for a glove. I, I, I got a crushed finger that I have no circulation in, so I do have to kind of take care of my hands. It's actually my trigger finger. I yeah. can't even use it anymore. I use my middle finger to shoot. Um, which sucks when you're trying to shoot a pistol and you hold that finger yeah, out and the case hurt
2: and mm-hmm. yeah. makes you wanna cry. let's say, case and accident, get your uh, finger up near the slide. And yeah, yeah. At oh, yeah, oh, yeah. A little, oh, slide. Yeah. little yeah. slide bite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. 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 It, 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 it was a learning curve there. Yeah. But you you don't archery hunt, you're just mainly a rifle hunter, right?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm actually planning on buying a bow this winter mm. and I might attempt archery hunting next next fall. I'm not sure yet. I
1: don't archery hunt for deer every year. Elk for sure. Yeah. I mean, like this year I didn't get to, but yeah, because of some.
0: I'm I'm injuries, I'm, but. I'm to the point where financially I'm ready to broaden my horizons mm. to hopefully take the percentage of the opportunities of getting an animal making that go up. Right. Because mainly, it, you know, in years past, it's be like, okay, I can only afford to do one trip. Okay. I got a deer tag. I know we go into a place where I know there's deer. This is going to be my best opportunity. Right. And now I'm to the point where you know every, my kids aren't little anymore. And that's when they're real expensive. Yeah. <laughs> and, well, I don't know.
1: I got a seven-year-old
0: that just cost me seven grand well, for a new horse. Well, you're a rodeo dad. <laughs> yeah. So, exactly. So so you got you you got it pretty bad. You know, you're I know you're, you're a hunter and a rodeo. Yeah. Dad. Yeah. And, I know. And, and I noticed
2: and your son rides dirt bikes. Yeah. Yeah. And, you're yeah. Just and you got shelved. a son that's into dirt bikes. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. And he. Talk about being into guns. Man, that kid. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, no, it's not uh, it's not oh, a, yeah.
0: my, my son's the same way. He would love... If I made a lot more money, he'd be definitely... Well, that's... would be right mm. down my throat for all this. I was like, dude, you're getting to use this because this is what I got, But Well, that's Sorry. what I tell
1: my kids all the yeah. time. I'm like, you guys better get a good job because you're living off fitter wages right now. No shit. And that's pretty good wages, you yeah. know? I
0: mean... Yeah, you ain't going to come out of high school making this money, kids. No. No, <laughs> not at all.
1: Yeah. Mm. And then I, uh, I, I have an addiction with packs, hunting packs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I go through a lot of those. Do you?
0: Yes. What's, what's what's been your favorite and what do you got now? Uh,
1: well, I started, um, out with, when I was younger, my, uh, uncle's friend used to build a pack called Wilderness Packs, which I don't know what the name of them are. now. They might still be wild, but they sold. They're in Klamath Falls. So I kind of grew up with that. Mm -hmm. And then, uh. When I got in the trade, started making my own money. Could blow money on what I wanted to. Yeah. Uh, I went to, with a Black's Creek, which I loved. But when I packed some loads in it, it had kind of pinched my ribs. Yeah. And then I got a KU. Then I got another KU. Now I'm on an XO. And I, okay. That XO, they're legit. I mean, they yeah. are. That thing is. Well, I always. So I, when I get a pack, I always put my kid in it. Yeah. Whichever one's the youngest and the lightest. Yeah. And. Part of my property is on a hill, and I'll yeah. h- hike up and down that. And Well, I've packed one of my kids with my wife with her elk tag. I've packed them around in it for all day. Yeah. Because they were just little, but they wanted to go. Yeah. I... Yeah, between hunting packs and
0: glass. Yeah. Spotting scopes and binoculars. So, yeah, those... So, I'm on the opposite spectra of... It's not that I don't want those things. It's that I haven't forked out the money for them yet. So, I'm actually only on my... Third pack ever that i've ever bought it's it i was at cabela's and i was trying I, I wanted a badlands and i was looking at the badlands and then i they just happened to have a cabela's brand next to it and i was looking at the two the almost identical except for the badlands was a hundred dollars more and the cabela's came with hydration pack and mm. i never had a pack with a hydration pack and i'm like I've always hated, fit, you know, because I had the packs that had the fucking water bottles. Yeah, and you could never and reach them. You yeah. could never reach them. And then when you drink half of wa- yeah, it, they make noise, yeah. And, I'm like, and it drive me fucking crazy. And, it, and I never had enough fucking water. And then I was like, oh, well, this one's, I think it's a two liter. I will say with the hydration it's a, pack. It's either a two or a four. And I don't, I'm don't. i not hunting anywhere that's freezing, so I don't have to worry about right. the, the tube freeze or anything like that. I, I drink more water with the hydration pack. I... I don't drink more water, but I get just that little sip. Just well, I guess because I, I guess cause I'm, cause staying, I go, I'm staying hydrated with Yes, them. exactly. Because I can go out and for a four day hunt and only have to fill it up the first initial time and then one time after mm. that. You know, because you can have a case of water in the truck, right? And so you're only sipping on it while you're out hiking around for a couple hours. And then you get back to the truck, then you can start pounding water and you're having a couple beers.
1: Right. Yeah, see, I don't drink beer, so I don't yeah. have to worry about that. But the spot where I elk hunt, me and my butt, we'll go in for like an overnight trip and yeah. come out. So, I mean, we're going through some water. And then, yeah. it, you know, I've gone out for five, six days down in some wildernesses and stuff.
0: So, I, so my kids, I got, for my two kids, I got... Um, I got them just, like, regular camouflage backpacks. Mm -hmm. Bought them a whole bunch of, like, little shit just, like, to put a backpack on them and get them used to carrying shit around when we go out. And um, they're like, oh, well, we want a hydration pack like you. I was like, well... Tough shit, you're getting a forty dollar backpack, here's a life straw. <laughs> yeah, a life see, you know, we are not going out long enough for see, them. See, my, my kid,
1: my kid is spoiled because he gets all dad's hand-me-downs, yeah. which aren't really that old. Yeah, so, so my but, kid
0: sports a Kuyu pack. Yeah, so I just actually <laughs> must be nice. So, yeah, oh yeah. I just went through all my camouflage and I had two big duffel bags. <laughs> I went through all of it and I actually am down to one duffel bag now because I took all the shit that doesn't fit me and gave it to my son. Oh, I was yeah. like, Oh, you know If it doesn't fit you, it will because you know what? Most of this stuff was my dad's. He grew out of it. I wore it a shit ton, and now I can't fit into it, or I've upgraded to where I don't need it anymore, and there you go. That's, well, that's,
1: that's how I got my
0: start with camouflage.
1: Well, my, my son, he – I was talking to a buddy of mine that – I well, my – buddy i elk hunt with and he's a small he's smaller than me yeah oh, wow. and uh i was like hey can i borrow a pair of your sitka pants to have Caden try a pair on
0: because
1: mm-hmm. i i'm kind of the guy that buy once cry once kind of deal so yeah. i don't mind I mean, forking it's... a little bit of money out up front and i got three kids that i can pass it down yeah, to exactly them. you're gonna get some money first. yeah so i gave it i brought it home Caden tried it on i was like okay i took it back to him i'm like perfect it fits he's like yeah you can just have it i'm like well what do you want for it He's like, I don't know. Let me see. I got some more at home. He's like, I don't really wear it because I switched to Kuyu. I'm like, okay. So he brings me in all this stuff, and he's like – I'm like, well, what do I owe you? He's like, eh, it's for Caden. You can just have it. Yeah. Dude, I think he gave me like $500 oh worth my of God. stuff. So Caden – yeah,
0: he – yeah. He he has no clue. No, he what, has what, he, he has, has no, no idea. idea what's gonna happen when life comes and slaps. Oh yeah, the exactly. Face. Dude, like, I
1: remember going out Archery Elk hunting and well, the branded...
0: funny hang on, dude, the funny part about that is my dad just gave me a pair of boots. I'm 34 years old and I just got a free pair of boots from my dad. And, stoked and it. I'm stoked about yeah. it. Yes, well, yeah, I, was the, like, I Fuck
1: yeah, I got yeah, a free pair of boots That's how I, my dad would be like, I'm
0: still getting yeah, exactly. I'm still getting shit handed down to me from my dad. Yeah, I, I can Well, because I just asked him when I because he was like, he was going through a bunch of his shit, and he's like, I gotta, he, you know, I could tell that he was in, I need to downsize mode, but he didn't want to say it. And I was oh, like, yeah. well, those boots are fucking brand new. Are you gonna wear those? He's like, nah, they don't really fit my feet the way I like. <laughs> what size shoe do you wear again? It's like, I don't know what size are those. He's yeah. like 10 and was like, yeah, that's it. I'll take them. And a half. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, no, they're my kids are gonna come to a rude awakening someday. Yeah. They're they're spoiled. I mean, yeah. I'll admit it, but I I'm able to do it,
0: so. That's that's and speaking of boots, that's the one thing. I I've had a real hard time narrowing down a good pair of boots. I wear Loas and Kenotrex. Cause so. So yes, your feet are definitely the most important. But I I I like a certain feel. Yeah. For a boot, you can't get that sitting at the sports machine.
1: No that that is a problem with boots, and really hunting packs are the same way. Yeah. Yeah, I mean you can try one on and wear it around.
0: So I, I bought I bought. How do you know? And it's real hard to to justify sometimes. How expensive some of those can get? Because it's like, I don't want to spend two hundred fifty dollars on a good pair of a good quote air quotes for the listeners air quotes good pair of boots, and then me not like them. Now I'm out two hundred fifty bucks. Yeah. Well, for for me, I I have a jacked up back. I have I had back surgery
1: twenty seven. So uh, boots for me are worth their way. I mean, I wear whites to
0: work. Yeah. So yeah, four hundred fifty dollars pair of boots. I'm totally fine. Trompson out there And a pair of Georgia or Danners Yeah Just fine You know obviously once I If I can't wear those in the fucking snow No you can Well Wear two pairs of socks Yeah exactly (laughs) No because So uh, I went With insulated boots (laughs) Yeah So I went elk hunting With some friends in high school And my buddy's like What do you got for boots I was like Well I got my Danners And I got a pair of wool socks He's like you should be okay. This is the boot I would recommend, and they, I can't remember what what they were. Uh, I think they were Wolverines, uh, just a Wolverine work boot, uh, eight hundred installation is what he recommended. And I'm like, honestly, dude, I'm kind of you know, because I wasn't gonna be able to stay up there the whole time with them. So I had, I was paying, I had to drive my own rig up there because oh, right. they were all piling in together. You know, they were a big family hunting outfit, and they all piled in together with the pickup with the canopy, right. fucking loaded like the, to the fucking brim with the a thousand trailer.
1: of them I seen coming back yeah. from Eastern Oregon Dale heading yeah, over was to like, go Deer
0: what, what are you guys gonna do when you get a fucking elk? <laughs> yeah, yeah, where are you gonna put <laughs> it? Where are you gonna put it? And so I had to, so I had to drive myself up there. So I didn't really have the money for it. You know, being in high school, you know, you're more interested in buying as much beer and chew as you can. And for some of us, yeah, for some of us, and. uh so he's like, Well, I just got a new pair. I'm gonna bring my old pair with me in case those don't work out with you. And I was like, okay. We didn't get the fucking tent set up. And I'm like, this is fucking boo shit. Hand me those motherfuckers. And he's like, I told you. I was like, yeah, you told me, but I couldn't afford it.
1: <laughs> I know I know for me it I mean I remember Growing up Yeah you just wore What you had Because that's what You had to do And you wanted to go And when you're younger You're a lot more resilient For sure Yeah But as I've gotten older Like buying the nicer
0: boots Buying the nicer pack It just makes you more
1: comfortable You stay out longer And I've
0: noticed The older I get The less shit I have in my pack
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. I remember being a kid packing, what, four or five knives. Oh, yeah. Uh, four or five knives. A, 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 full, a folding shovel. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah I, just, I just found my, my little
2: mini, like, three-inch yeah. shovel. Oh, uh, yeah. You know, 100 feet of paracord so you can make a shelter. And I'm like, fuck, now that I look back, I'm like, fuck, I'm hunting on private property where the... Why do like, I need... miles away. Why do I
0: need an emergency fuck. blanket? Yeah. 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 So I, I, I've led it down to where I... I've got I've got a first aid kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've I always got, have that. I've got a knife sharpener and an extra knife, and then like flagging tape. Let's see, uh, I I got uh, like uh, I'll put a stocking hat, mm-hmm. a, di- a different pair of gloves to wear. Like if I get like if it starts torrential downpour downpour right. or something like that, and I need to switch gloves just to get back to the truck type of deal. But other than that, it ain't. I, yeah, I, I am bare bones in my pack because i'm not going out on those multiple day
1: right well that, or, that's 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 the thing i guess and that's like i still have one cu pack then my exo and my EXO's is the 4800 oh. and i kind of have one for like a day hunt thing yeah and then i have my and i have one bag i have one little stuff sack that i keep like my first aid um little crap like that like, i don't pack i pack a havalon knife and an extra blade yeah that's it no knife sharpener um, I do take flagging tape. It's yeah. just good to have. Yeah. I pack game bags with me, some yeah. little washable ones. Um, and then, like, a com- I, I do take a compass with me. Um, and. Uh, so, yeah, besides that, I've got my GPS that I put in a pocket. Yeah, I don't even pack a GPS. I've yeah. had one fail on me twice, so right. I, I gave up
0: on them. Well, I... I use... Actually, you know I what
1: I use? Onyx Maps. Onyx, Ma- so I'm an I, Onyx I,
0: Maps guy. So, I did, I did just... IPhone. Yeah. I did just download Onyx because... Because of all the fires and shit that's happening. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I need to find a different place to hunt. Yep. And that's where we found the spot we are going to go. So I did, did, I did finally purchase Onyx. Um, I like the GPS just for the fact that I can hit where the truck's at, start the trail. Because I've been, the fast, past few years, I've been hunting places that I have never fucking been so to. So
1: that's where the GPS has failed me. I marked my coordinates when I left the truck because I was in a new spot with a buddy. I didn't even drive there. Yeah. And we took off and we split up. And that's why I marked it. And I got to where I was going and decided it was time to head back. And I started walking back the way I thought. And I looked at my <laughs> GPS, and it tells me no to go this way. So I started going that way, and I'm just like, man, this just doesn't see. And we were in thick timber, so we couldn't see was the sun. Was it
2: a cheaper GPS? Or? No, it was a,
1: Rhino,
0: Gar- a Garmin Rhino, really 530 or whatever. Yeah. So I've, I've got a Magellan, and that thing has... You're Magellan, you gelling with Magellan? Magellan with Magellan, and uh, it's put me to where I can see the fucking truck. And well, and
1: I I've think part of my truck. problem was is I was just in thick timber, yeah. but I basically put oh, it yeah, in my yeah. pocket. Yeah, you, you get into thick yeah, oh yeah. Shit
0: and like there's places that that motherfucker doesn't even know what direction. You're yeah, well that about. that
1: and that's what happened so, to me. You'll
0: you'll see blank spots you know. in your in your GPS, and that's where it is is it doesn't know where you were at, so it can't track it
2: the the most impressive thing over the last couple of years i've noticed especially when you go out even just like over to Tilmuck and you go out in the woods go hiking go driving wheel whatever um a freaking iphone keeping track of where you're at because i've got a couple apps on there that i just use to like track my way when i go up into the hills and stuff because i'm like look if i hit a random logging road and i end up over you know just uh Northeast of Garibaldi. Yeah. It, oh man. How am I getting done, three, you know, three counties away? You know, uh, which I, I may or may not have done before, and, and mildly panicked, where it's like, okay, I can see the ocean, it's right out there. I see Garibaldi, it's right there, and I started way back over in the Telemach forest, but by Brown's Camp. yeah, so it's yeah, like, yeah. How in the hell did I get over here, and how the hell do I get back down to where I can at least get onto the highway and? head back to, you know, my, my parents' place on the Wilson. So it's like, uh, but I've just kind of been keeping track of on the phone using a couple apps and I'm impressed with these iPhones and how well they track your exact location with zero cell service. And I don't get it. I just think it's, I'm, I'm just assuming it's magic, you know, well, yeah, like some... that at this point, because I, I don't know, someone's got some kind of technology and mathematics involved where it tracks... You know, every the only, the only, direction it points.
0: The only downfall that I have in my mind with with the phone is the fucking battery dying. Do you put it on uh, airplane because, mode? Because my mm-hmm. GPS, two AA batteries will last me four hours. I can pack four more with me. I, I put my phone on airplane
1: mode. I've been in the backcountry for five days never charged it once. Really? And yeah. I down I, – dude, Onyx, I'm the same way that Onyx – I have not no, had it. it it's family. fucking badass. And yep. I so I just download my map of where I'm going. When I get there, yeah, I turn it offline mm-hmm. or airplane mode. Airplane mode, yeah. And I'm good for four or five days. Now, so, granted, we'll come back to the truck, and I will turn it off to call home, be like, "Hey, yeah, I'm still alive." Yeah, all that stuff.
0: You know, yeah. and you can get, throw it back on the charger for
1: right, exactly for the, for the night. Year. Yeah, because yeah, we'll normally go back for a night, sleep at the truck, and then head back. What whatever it may be. But yeah,
0: now, I, onyx. I, I like onyx just for the simple fact. That it can give you, it it can get, it gives me more information than what I have on my GPS. But my GPS still, I, I like it better. Just to where I can pull it up, the screen opens up. Do you like I, it because you invested money into a GPS, so you had a GPS? No, my dad got it for me for my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it, I I just I like it because I'm used to it.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. There there is a, a comfort there. Yeah. That that's it took me forever to buy like I bought the Onyx app and I probably had it for a year, year and a half, and yeah, I kinda played with it here or there. I'd go to places I knew mm-hmm. and I'd kinda play with it. But what what really got me using it is is we started about four or five years ago, making a trip over to Idaho for a deer hunt. Yeah. And we used it over there. Yeah. And I'd never been there a day in
0: my life to that spot. Yeah, driving down the road. Oh, shit, there's deer. Oh, shit, that's public. You know, because... Yeah, exactly. Because not everybody... I would say I'm fairly decent at reading a paper map, but not all people are. No, my, my dad was real
1: adamant with me and my brothers. I mean, we... We didn't do Boy Scouts and stuff, but my dad was like a Boy Scout. I mean, mm-hmm. oh yeah, the uh, same read. way. Yeah, we we learned how to read maps. I mean, we'd go out camping just to show my dad that we could survive, basically, if we needed to. Yeah, me,
0: I would be uh, as a preteen, you know, early before I was hunting, cruising around Wildcat with my dad in his '92 Camaro with a fucking map out, looking at it, and he's like, "You're telling me where we're going?" Well, that's like, oh hey, it, what road are we on? because up there there ain't no there's no road markers of what what it is Uh, yeah yeah no none at all so so i'm having to pay attention to like the curves of the road right like oh we just we went around that a curve like this we went around a curve like that oh hey we're on this road we're heading this way when we get up here there's gonna be another curve that's gonna go like that and that's how i learned how to read a map
1: yeah oh yeah yeah, well, even, I even do that with the kids. Like, we'll go out somewhere and, like, they'll follow me through the woods. And yeah. we'll get there and I'll be like, okay, which way wh- well, so So they haven't been paying attention. Which way Which way do we got to go to get back?
0: Yeah. So when we were going to go... When I was taking uh, the boys out to go dirt bike riding... Oh, yeah. I, I popped out the White River map. And I'm like, hey, this is where we're going. Obviously, it's not showing trails. Right. But I'm, I'm showing them, hey, this is the area we're going to be in. If you guys can figure... You know, when we get there, I'll points you which way is north east west south if you go in either one of these directions you know this is the you know south or east is going to get you to a road the fastest don't go west don't go north <laughs> right right
1: <laughs> you know well, that's i've taught my kids since they were you know, young, just never eat shredded wheat yeah, and then exactly. tell tell you know get them to learn which way exactly. north is then they can figure it out i mean they could Come out here right now and they'd be able to yeah, tell you. you know, the exactly. one thing that
2: never made sense to me that pisses me off to this day they say moss only grows on which side of the tree north side of the tree bullshit it grows everywhere yeah, yeah i know that's bullshit.
1: i remember when we moved over here my dad always told us that too when we lived on the east side <laughs> like, and over there it is dad
0: it's north all the way around this fucking yeah, yeah, we,
1: that's, that's, that's how that's how it was when we got over this
2: here is the north pole
1: yeah, yeah, he's like yeah i guess we could throw that out the window now oh yeah i remember hearing <laughs> that
2: too yeah, yeah. Hey, but you know that those are like the little things that like when you're growing up that you're being told well not really told but you see it on like a show and you're like oh
1: okay yeah oh yeah
2: i'm gonna remember that if i'm ever lost in the wild on my own like i don't know i definitely growing up i was definitely like a prepper mentality because of all the shows to be like if you're all if you're lost in the woods you need to have these key items so i'm like growing up like oh man i'm gonna need all this stuff now as an an adult i'm like dude i don't need none of that (laughs) yeah no we're good i just need to make sure i ain't gonna freeze to death and i got toilet paper and we're good yeah no shit only because some of the leaves are (laughs) tricky out there yeah yeah,
1: well yeah well now i I used to i never even used to pack toilet paper but now with uh when you start wearing nicer camo you pack toilet
0: paper exactly (laughs) you don't want to be and and i'm not i'm not divvying
1: up a sock i don't i don't care
0: (laughs) yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. so toilet paper well that is kind of the nice thing about the area we're in we don't really have to worry too much about Poison oak or poison ivy. No, now. yeah, it's... <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're definitely not going to use a sword for <laughs> No, no, no. <laughs> but there's no. plenty of maple leaves around. I'll tell you around. one thing
1: that gets you into hauling toilet paper if you never used to is getting married and having girls mm-hmm. for, do- you know, daughters. That definitely... Yes.
0: yes, all three of us here have daughters. Yeah, and, <laughs> and actually
1: I'll say my my youngest, she's pretty savage. She don't care. She'll do whatever, but... Oh, my uh, my,
0: my girls, well, the little one, she'll drop trout wherever. She yeah, that, that's how, that's she how my care. youngest she is. She don't care.
1: My middle one, she'll kinda think about it. But yeah,
0: yeah. Mine's I need to go over over here. I'm like I can just turn my back or whatever, yeah. you know.
1: <laughs> my my daughter she'll just she'll do it in the middle of the road. The oh, youngest yeah. one, she don't care. It's Fred Myers parking lot. Exactly. Whatever. Oh, yeah. I gotta my go, little, I'm
0: going. Yeah, my little one's the same way.
1: Yeah. And then she's yelling at you if you're looking at her. What are you looking at? You know, you
0: double over Or they punch you right in the
1: yeah, face. I'll throw a punch you when I get done.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we got
0: some tough little girls.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. My daughter's a princess. She, yeah.
0: she needs. Oh yeah. She needs a bathroom. She needs oh, yeah. the works. So well, it's... and she's been hang out with mine. You know, they're all makeup and all that. So, mm-hmm. has yours? Ex- Expressed interest in wanting to hunt yet? She wants to go hunting. She doesn't know if she wants to
2: actually do the hunting part itself of yeah. Pulling she hasn't the trigger, that out releasing the, the arrow. Yeah, but she knows that she wants to go experience. So that's that's probably yeah. going to be this next year. I'll I'll get her out there. And yeah. Obviously, we'll see what this distance learning stuff no. brings. Oh I God. Mean, yeah. If, if it wasn't for the the no, fires I, happening, uh-huh. you know, as of recent, out towards Estacada, you know, it's all the, the I think the closest one from us was five and a half six miles, of Eagle Creek yeah. one. You know if it wasn't for that happening and then doing everything that we did during that week um i was planning on taking her yeah and it's like oh you can do your homework like mobile like i'll just turn the hotspot on and you you only have like two hours worth of actual schoolwork to do so we don't have to you know we'll just let the teacher know that you're gonna be doing the work but you won't be in the video conference of it but
0: that goes back to turkey on i'd say if we hook up to go turkey on this year bring her she once she hears them thunder chickens sc- screaming in the woods that'll get that's her. what i tell everybody oh, about
1: archery elk hunt. once you oh. get a bull screaming at you oh yeah dude you're never gonna look
0: back so i got
2: the perfect little 20 gauge break action single shot shotgun for to start learning oh yeah too. i mean that, that that's just a fun little you know yeah when you're out show mm-hmm. trap and stuff with friends you just pull that out and you're just one hand little break action yeah thing and you're just like oh this is fun but uh, yeah. you know that that'd be a perfect one for her to that's i her. i took one of Caden's
1: first hunts was uh i figured he wouldn't be much of a bird hunting for kids is kind of because it's a lot of walking yeah. dude. i took him chucker hunting that's all he talks about now oh
0: yeah i mean dude, when i was a kid yeah goose hunting chucker quail i loved it yeah yeah we're we're getting ready to go do a pheasant hunt here in the middle uh end of october and i'm i i don't know how i my son hasn't really expressed how excited he is i'm tickled to death i care less if he's happy about it i'm going i'm going him fuck yeah yeah yeah, yeah. no
1: he, my kid he he loves going birdie. he he does kind of on miserable days out in the duck blind mm-hmm. he'll kind of complain a little bit but and i haven't been like with the kid thing too like i got friends they're like i don't even let my kid take his phone nothing and i'm kind of like you know what? I got do, them out
0: there, do, and duck hunting. You know, it's got to be there's there's a lot of down Oh yeah, there
1: is. Yeah, I I personally don't care. I mean, yeah. I might say to him like, hey, dude, you've been on it for a while. You know, yeah. hey, put that thing away. Yeah, start start pulling that jerk cord some or whatever. Yeah. You know, or we run spinners out there. It's like uh-huh. turn that spinner. But yeah, for me, it's
0: just it's getting them out there. That, that's what's strikes me as odd with you because you are not a sit-down person so that's why it's funny that you like duck hunting because that's a you know, you know that's what sit down sport <laughs> at the end
1: of the day i i do like duck hunting but if it, if there was no dog involved uh-huh. i would not go really i i will i will even go and not hunt i'll leave my shotgun at the truck as long as i can take my damn dog yeah you know for me and and that's I'm I've upland bird hunted so much yeah. that I take buddies out I don't even really yeah. I mean I'll take a sh- I'll take a shotgun and back up the kids Yeah. you know to make sure they get some birds yeah. um but yeah I I for me it's the dogs yeah. there's nothing there's nothing more fun than I have two buddies I took out last year mm-hmm. and they'd never seen that cocker before Yeah. and I let him out of the truck and they're like what the hell's that thing going to do and it was his first Cause he's just barely over a year so it was his first upland trip and we go by we're going down where we're hunting and i'm like oh man i, I said just i told them i was like just watch he's gonna prove himself yeah and we're going for a while i was like eh, <laughs> i I'm I'm might I'm
0: gonna have to shoot this thing <laughs> yeah and then boom
1: <laughs> pheasant takes off and they drop it and they're i mean he was on it you know, I was yeah like, okay and then it was a real windy day and one of my buddies shot a pheasant, and it's... I mean, it, he, it was done. It just folded up, done, yeah. but the wind sailed it, and it went in this pond, and they're both brothers, yeah. my two buddies that were with me, and then my son was with me, and we had both my dog, two of my dogs, and uh, they're like, well, how are we going to get that thing out now? It's out in the water, and here comes... His, his name's Roy. Yeah. Here comes Roy just hauling ass, and he's just... Arms oh, and legs out, here out in the go. water. Don't worry about it, guys. Oh I yeah. Got this. By the end of the day, they both want to know what they had to do to get a puppy. Out yeah, no, I mean, yeah And that that to me was like, yeah. Th- there's nothing yeah. cooler than yeah. And it's seeing a seeing a an English Pointer on point.
0: Yeah, it's pretty cool just all staunched, especially uh, yeah. a male that just they just walk up and. So when when we did checker Chucker hunting, we just kind of did like a line drive. Yeah. We never we never had dot we never had bird dogs and it was private property we know exactly where they were because my grandpa had them had them brought in to put on this this rocky hillside when they were really trying to reintroduce uh, Get them going we introduced chuckers back into to uh, to burns and uh-huh. and it was fun and shit yeah like, i got a, was,
1: i got a cousin that lives outside of ontario and me and him normally he's got some pretty good spots yeah. we hook up and, go. And, and
0: in my opinion that's that's a great way to teach kids Safety of hunting when you're oh, when you're yeah. doing that because it's like you have this this is your lane. Yep. If it's out of this lane, you don't shoot, and so that kind of helps them them prepare for later in life. And it's a gun safety thing. Like oh yeah, like it, it's so you know I told the story. of Me, my cousin, my uncle, all three shooting deer, all three stand next to each other, and neither one of us shot the same deer <laughs> because we had burnt hunted so much that we knew our lanes. We all just raised up started shooting and we all three killed a different deer
1: yeah no it definitely it does help teach them mm-hmm. i mean well even like my my middle one i took i'd take her out coyote hunting with me <laughs> She would want to go and want to take a gun. Well, I just take the bolt out of her twenty-two, and she's listening right now. She probably <laughs> never even. She never even knew. She didn't have a loaded gun, but she was happier in hell packing that gun. But yeah. it was teaching her to hold it right, you know, yeah. do her thing, and,
0: and 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 that's really the most important thing because if you look at a lot of statistics, the average age of hunters is going up, which means there's not a lot. Yeah, there's not a lot of younger. younger, not yeah, a lot of yeah. younger. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. No, I. I, I solely, I mean, I got friends but, that don't hunt. I'll take like any kid that wants to go trap and you give me a phone call. Yeah. They're going on a trip and whatever we catch, Shoot, they I'm get, a, they get a keep. Yeah. You gotta be, you, know, you I, gotta, you gotta, I, be, under, I, you gotta I, be under 14. I,
2: I'll hand you a slip with a five that says I'm 14. <laughs> 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 bench warmers, this. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. No, I, I mean, no, if, but, uh, if, yeah. if, if so, that little bit of me helps that kid get going that yeah. wants
0: to do it, that keeps the sport alive. I'm all in. Yeah, so we had a, a gal from our uh, our football team last year that said her son listens to the podcast and he's interested.
2: Oh. So, you
0: know, I'm trying to trying to think think of a way, you know, because I also have my son that I'm trying to hunt. So I'm trying to think of a way of how I could help another kid along with my kid at the same time. Yeah. I, I'm, I guarantee I'll find a way to do it, uh, but that's great because it's a not they're in a non-hunting family. He expressed interest in it. You know, she... she she knows me that I'm the type of guy that yeah I love love to take some. Yeah, of course if dog gets in and wants to bark. Naturally.
2: Yeah, no, I'm
1: I'm all for getting kids in the sport because yeah. that's that's the
0: future, you know. And yeah, and even even if they it, it doesn't it we can only fight for what we have now. As far as hunting rights, we have to teach them so they can fight for their future. Well,
1: yeah, and even if you take that kid. And he's like, you know what? It's really not for me, but I respect you going. Yeah. It's someday be- when it when it comes his time to be like to let's just say to vote, you can be like, yeah. hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not exactly. into it. There's yeah. nothing wrong with it. Yeah. Exactly. And that, that's that's all. I guess at the. I mean, yeah. I want everybody. I well, I say that, but I don't want everybody doing it because <laughs> oh, I don't wow. want everybody in my spots. Yeah. But
0: they can go. They everybody can go hunt as long as they're somewhere else. Yeah, it's just <laughs> not in my area. Yeah,
1: exactly. <laughs>
0: Yeah. Whatever, you, whatever you do oh you're a new hunter whatever you do do not download onyx yeah, yeah don't download yeah, yeah. onyx <laughs> it's, yeah, a you know, yeah, just, it's a terrible website terrible app just you don't want
2: everyone that. that's new to hunting <laughs> the best hunting's over in rhode island they really? only have about eight thousand <laughs> licensed hunters
0: yeah really yeah, yeah. Huh. So, i actually so want to I, go i
1: put I, in for a moose tag for maine that's my one so east, there is state.
0: so there is enough landlocked public property which is public property that is surrounded by private property right. that you can't get there i want to say it was nine hundred and not i'm sorry nine million five hundred acres in the u.s which is bigger than rhode island and massachusetts combined something like that it was huh. it was like it, it was almost 10 million acres that's landlocked really they did it and it was the guys from Onyx that were talking about this and they said that their data didn't show the the public property that is allowed to be accessed through private. Oh yeah, you know, they they weren't able to have that algorithm in there. But so there is so it could be lower than that with private easements, but technically, you know, those private easements could go away at any day. Right, right. So right. technically it is landlocked and and that's fucking terrible, you know. Yeah, because because the... all of us here, we are public landowners. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, dude, and that's
1: that's the beauty of the West, the mm-hmm. Western states. Yeah. I mean, we have a lot of public land we can go home. Yeah. Where them
2: guys on the east side, they kind of get screwed. So, uh, it's it's not a, a recent one, but mid two thousands. There's a report that shows that uh, 35 million acres of uh, BLM and United States Forest Service land. Do not have access, but they're huntable. But there's no access,
0: but the the, in America, and and I'm sure it doesn't say that that some of that access can be walk-in only, right? Right. Some So, bit, it, it, so that. So that. I think specific article you're looking at may not have it, that into. Account. It does. It does count it into
2: it. Count. Um, it. It specifically mentions that you know some cases it means that there's not uh, any parking, poorly maintained uh, yeah. trails. Zero signage to indicate that yeah. they can even go on and that there, property, and then
0: there's you know there's Joe Schmuck with a piece of property in Eastern Oregon that his grandpa told him, yeah, that's our property, so yeah, goes and oh posts. yeah, no, 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 no trespassing, and then come to find out it's a forty acre chunk of BLM leading well, to what, national forest. That, that's what's sweet that about is, that. His grandpa thought was his, and well, the that's thought that his. Yeah. Line came up to that.
1: That's what's sweet about Onyx too. You'll be looking, you're like. Well, this says it's the property line, but the fence line's forty. They just put that fence line where it was easy. That's exactly. necessarily not the property line. Or where it but
2: was that doesn't also hundred
0: years ago when they and onex 100... land. And, yeah. yeah, and onex will admit there is some variation of their lines. Oh yeah, and That's you just know... to keep them legally not liable for you. Yeah. Well, but but they do, just But I think they do but, say yeah.
1: if you get a ticket, they'll pay it. I know they did at one point. That was one of their slogans.
0: Yeah. Well, and that's one of those things, depending on where you're at, what judge is gonna push Well yeah, and your game warden. Game are, warden, like depends. That, did you harvest something or not? I know Montana's a real stickler on that, private that, property. That, that that cuts into corner hopping. Did right. you did that's Montana's big thing. Did, yes. Mm-hmm.
2: There's a you you, you legally went about corner hopper hopping
0: under You legally went from today. one property to another and, and kinda of my thought is it it is if you come to a of four corners yep. of, of the of the the checkerboard grid and you want to go from this corner to that corner, if there's a fence there, you touch that fence, you could be considered trespassing because that definition of the line is down to smaller than an eight inch fence right, post. Right, right. So it would have to be a non-fenced checkerboard situation to where you're not because you touch that fence post you might because be they drive so in they, property. they drive in what is that like not even a half inch spike and maybe a half inch oh, broad yeah for a, for a property, property corner
1: corner yeah and
0: they put in an eight inch <laughs> well it, fence
2: post if you're in eastern oregon and nobody really defines those lines especially on the farming property mm-hmm. you're literally going off of a landmark on a deed so yeah, it's like exactly there's a there's a uh, two foot by six foot stone yeah. in the middle of the field but you, and the property line is approximately eight feet four inches northwest <laughs> yeah. at a 20
0: degree angle yeah. from and, this
2: and, corner of the rock and that's how you define and you, and you, come, to a, the you and come to a property line you come to a corner which
0: is supposed to be four 90 degree corners and that fence goes off at an angle <laughs> yeah. like you were saying it was because that was the easiest route to make, make that fence because yep. you know they you got ranch hands out there making fence. They ain't cutting down fucking trees to go through that oh, shit. No, They're like, like I'm going to go this yeah, way. Yeah, through the
1: rocks or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Oh, so, hell yeah.
0: yeah. But, yeah. I guess it depends on who
2: you are building the fence. Yeah. Who, who your grandpa is. Yeah, uh, exactly. My grandpa was... You know
0: who my dad is. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> he thought you knew who my dad was. You know who my grandpa... No. Um, but every time we'd be building fence there, like, I would... Start to try and be lazy because long ten hour day. Yeah, you're in your teens. Oh yeah, this fence, and you're like, yeah, this isn't. I thought I'd get to hop on a tractor today and maybe go <laughs> pick some rocks or something and blast some music, but instead I'm I'm out here busting driving ass, fence posts. You know, yeah, and uh, ting, ting, know, and, but you know ting. it's like every every like forty five minutes. Oh, there's Grandpa. He's driving by, making sure I don't beer off the <laughs> Yeah, get off court. Yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. Which, right. nothing against him. He's yeah. got every right to. But, you know, it's like, make sure that thing is exactly where it's supposed to go.
0: All right. We're going to wrap it up here. Uh, what do you got for the road, Brad? Uh, you know, I, I think it's just fair enough
2: to say, just uh, stay aware when you're out there. And Every episode so far, we always come back to the hunter safety and, and the just being aware of doing the right surroundings yeah this is our round robin do the right thing so i I think we're just gonna stick with that if you have to
0: say what if you probably shouldn't yeah if it's what if then it's uh, absolutely not yeah all right cody what you got for us for the road? Uh, what do you think
1: it's kind of the same thing i don't know for me it's always been i enjoy it too much to do something wrong to give it up yeah exactly it's always stuck with me in the back of the head and i don't know it's a good time let 10, me know i'll come on again yeah 10 percent of the assholes are doing 90 percent of the damage dude that's a big part of the problem and that that's like a main reason why i'm pretty sure warehouser doesn't let us on their property anymore without permits
0: oh yeah because you get them oh, idiots yeah, up that, there that that's definitely a topic for another show that i don't want to get down that rabbit hole quite yet but <laughs> yeah we'll talk say. about that after this we'll need to do some actual homework for that show and but yeah uh no
1: that's that's all i got it's a good time thanks for having yeah, me
0: thanks for coming on I had a great time uh uh, we don't have any sponsors for the show yet, but we do eat a lot of uh, tasty treats. So, oh, uh,
1: well, we could just say my kennel will be a sponsor.
0: <laughs> we got Cody's Kennel for a sponsor. It's 5J Sporting Dogs. 5J Sporting Dogs for a sponsor. <laughs> and uh, let's just say uh, brought to you by homemade meats for this episode. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, be safe. Know where you're standing. Uh, do the right thing. And we'll catch you next time on The Horizon.